Hello and welcome to this brand new podcast, Paid and Exposure, hosted by myself, Asha Rose Brizzy, and my fabulous colleague here, Lucy Alice Burt. This podcast came about after many rants between Lucy and I while shooting in London, and after a lot of discussion, we decided to set up a mic in my office and mostly rant about our love-hate relationship with the industry that we have situated ourselves in. So before we get into everything, let's just introduce ourselves and explain why the hell are you listening to us? So. Lucy, do you want to get things started? Yeah, it's always that moment when you go explain what you do, who you are, that your yeah. mind goes, ah, oh, so blank. It's like, it's like when you're in class and the teacher goes, say a fun fact about yourself. And you're like, I don't know. I mean, I worked as a photographer for like lifestyle, fashion, content creation, beauty. I haven't really put myself in a box. A social content creator photographer for the last four or five years and then I also work with brands on creating content and a little bit of kind of like social media management stuff cool. so yeah that's that's me how did you get started into that just to give um, some context in, oh gosh because I enjoyed it I think it's the main thing I enjoyed Instagram I enjoyed social media and I thought you know what I might as well try and make hey let's make a career let's out of it let's make a business out of it I always loved art but I was just like crap at drawing so I was like do you know what I'll do I take a photograph and then that's it. That's that kind of progressed. basically how it started. See, for me, it's kind of similar, but a little bit different. So my actual background was always in acting, but when I was applying for drama school, I had a really interesting conversation with another girl who went to drama school. She's doing fantastically, all props to her. But we were sat in the library in college, kind of saying, oh, what if we don't get into these drama schools? And she was like, oh, I don't care. I'm going to be a waitress until I'm 40. I just want that dream Wow. I'm going to wait for that dream role. And I was kind of sat there to myself going, oh, I wouldn't do that. Yeah, like I didn't want to be a waitress at 40. I kind of no. wanted a house and, you know, kids and or like a husband or like, you know, the kind of typical life stuff. Yeah, you wanted a life. See, yeah. I did theatre for a while and then went, I can't do ridiculous hours. I want a nine till five. I want a normal job. Yeah, see, for me, it wasn't necessarily about having a normal job. It was about the fact that what if I didn't get a job? I didn't want to yeah. be that person that was like, still a waitress you know and I've been like doing it for 30 years and not knowing when to give up so you went I'm gonna do fashion yeah so everyone was kind of like well think of a backup like what what are you into what do you like and I was just like I like fashion like I liked shopping and styling and stuff but you know I didn't know that that was a career I mm, just was yeah. like I like fashion but I can't so like I can't design yeah. yeah and so I went and looked at London College of Fashion and they had so many courses and I just literally applied to all of the ones that I thought was slightly interesting to me so I applied for like visual merchandising all that like wow. jazz funny story I applied there twice and didn't get in so I applied to all these places and then UCAS had actually told me that I'd been rejected when I'd actually got an unconditional offer. So I'd planned like a whole gap year oh, and I was wow. just about to go off. And then I got a phone call from the university being like, we need to know if you're coming because we need to give your place to someone else. And I was a bit like, what are you talking about? And they're like, well, you got an unconditional offer and you still haven't responded. So I had three days to kind of shovel my clothes and toiletries into a suitcase, head up to London. And then that was kind of it. I done a bit of online brand work and kind of affiliate link work and kind of creating websites and stuff in college so mm. I kind of was already in industry I was already going to fashion week and stuff before I even went to fashion school so I was kind of like done with it by the time I'd even got to uni and then through uni ended up finding all of these things that I hated about the fashion industry but somehow still loved it at the same time yeah so yeah that's kind of how I got into what 
what I'm doing now, which is a bit of fashion journalism, you know, PR stuff, all kinds of so yours sounds like you really have a plan. Mine was like, well, wanted to do theatre, didn't really get in, so went and did photography because I wasn't awful at it. Now I'm here. No, see, I don't, I think yours sounds more structured. Mine was kind nah. of a bit like, oh, what if I don't make it as an actress? I better have a backup. Okay, think. Like There was no structure to mine. I just went, oh, well, I need to do something and I want to do a degree. So I'll go take photos and it will be easy. It was not easy. Was yeah, like I feel hardest. like definitely we need to talk about going yeah. to an art uni versus an academic uni because, oh my. So yeah, so that's kind of a bit about us. Lucy's coming from the behind the lens side of yeah. things and I'm coming from the modeling, performing in front of the lens influencer side kind of, of things. Yeah. yeah, so it's, it's a good collab I think that we've got going because yeah. we've got both sides of the, the spectrum. But I feel like I wanted to kick things off with some pet peeves because mm. we, me and Lucy like a good rant to each other. To be fair, we talk about this, like most of our shoots, we start, we're like, oh my gosh, so this keeps happening. Yeah, like this let, is going on. Okay, sis, sit down. Yeah, like, I got some news. So yeah. Twice we got like Instagram, we just message each other like, I can't believe this keeps, it. like, why is this a thing, guys? Yeah. So we decided that each week we're just going to start off with a little, little pet peeve, a little thing that we're just, you know, irking us at the moment. And our kind of topic for this month is obviously that whole new year, new you kind of yeah. thing. And I thought that this pet peeve would be quite appropriate, shall we say. And that is multi-level marketing. Now, I, I'll be honest, I get probably about two or three messages per week of someone trying to sell me into this mm. business model that they think is going to be perfect for me. So I'm going to read out a couple of messages um, that I get and you can understand my annoyance. So this is from a girl called Erica who in her bio has got health slash business slash lifestyle. And then her like little tagline is empowering people to be their best self. And she's a consultant for this particular pyramid scheme that people don't realize is a pyramid scheme and it just it just bothers me so i'll read out the message hi ashley love your page my name is erica and i can't help to message you as i might have something you'll be absolutely interested in you seem like a fun and lovely person smiley face anyways i know this sounds weird but i actually work for an incredible international health and wellness company and have my own business with them it's such an amazing company okay message one Message two. It may. Or I may... love that they always send you multiple messages yeah. as well. They never stop at one. If you ignore that for a week, they'll throw in another. Yeah, so I yep. got another one. This is actually only the next day, interestingly. Wow. It may or may not be perfect fit for you. And the reason I've reached out is because I see potential in sharing this incredible opportunity with you. If I was to send you a video explaining the business in more detail, would you be interested in checking it out? No. <laughs> I'm going to be brutally honest. No, I would not. And I get so inundated with these messages it's just too much like for me i'm all about sisters doing it for themselves girl bosses like get your business up and running like make your coin like that's not my issue my issue is you selling this lifestyle mm. that it's your business that you've created when actually you're just working as a cog in this big corporate yeah. conglomerate and they're the ones making all the money mm. like it's oh i don't even know where to begin with this subject but that is my pet peeve of the week and if you're going into the new year thinking of starting a new business venture please don't join an one of these yeah, yeah like they say 
oh, it's not a pyramid scheme. Because that's that's the first thing I always say. I'm always like, look, I'm not interested in a pyramid scheme. Oh, no, it's, it's, no, it's, it's, not, not, it's not a pyramid scheme. And I'm like, but it is. It's started <laughs> it really by someone is. who recruits someone else, who then recruits someone else, and you're mm. all making commission off each other. It just drives me insane. I got sent one which was about a hair care brand. So this girl messaged me and she was like, hi, I represent this brand. And I thought to myself, okay, it's it doesn't it didn't sound like that. Hey, I've got this amazing opportunity. opportunity it's the start of every single message. Yeah, it sounded a bit more like a sponsorship or a paid post kind of situation. So I I messaged her and I was like, oh, okay, yeah, cool. What is it? And then it's like, hey, let, let's just jump on a Skype call really quick with some other girls who <laughs> are doing amazing in the business. When you hear that, it's like the red flag of yeah. oh god. And then before you know it, you're like sucked in. These people are really good sellers. Like mm. they make you believe that this hair care product without its silicones and parabens and all these toxic ingredients is going to be like the best thing for your hair it's going to make it so soft so shiny and you're looking at their girls and they all have like amazing hair and you're like oh my god i want hair like that too it's like oh god so yeah so that's my thing if you're going to go into a new business venture in the new year and it's under the name of something else that you didn't start it's not your business Mm. if you've jumped in and you're buying a like pack and then you're recruiting people and you know they get paid a bit of commission and you get paid that that's not your business that's not your business so yeah that's that's my pet peeve of the week if you want a, a whole episode on that then yeah yeah we, i feel like we could probably talk about we it for could, a whole episode yeah so i'm gonna end it there because otherwise i'm gonna go off on a tangent yeah, that's gonna be the first episode yeah about lucy schemes. what is your pet peeve um so mine is it's weirdly it's people saying sorry for taking time off no, I. Oh, good one. Yeah, I saw like over Christmas, so many people going, "Guys, I'm really sorry I didn't post yesterday, or I'm sorry I wasn't on the Instagram. I was just spending time with my family." Now, there is nothing wrong with spending time with your family. What this kind of time of year is about, mm-hmm. but please, FYI, we are filming this on New Year's Eve. So, yeah. like for context, this has been over the this Christmas is, period. Yeah, this is of. the time you spend with your family. But do not say sorry for that. I hate people who like misuse the word sorry. So it's like, okay. don't apologize for taking time off. Like also don't say sorry if life suddenly got busy and you're like, guys, I'm really sorry, but you know, my Instagram post is going to be half an hour late or it's, you know, I'm not posting today because of a family issue. That's fine. You can tell your audience that. Cause I think I, cause I thought about it and I thought, oh no, but they are brands, you know, people who post yeah. a lot, they, that is their business. And I'm like, yeah, but Tesco's don't apologize for closing for Christmas Day or for New Year's yeah. Day. They're not like, sorry guys, but we're gonna close because it's a bank holiday. They're just like, we're closed. Like, deal with it. Yeah, and I, I think people need to kind of get over it. Like, they do. I totally like tell people why so they're not expecting something. So, yeah. guys, I'm not posting this weekend or a family thing has come up. Just so you know, everything's fine. I'm just not posting. But yeah. don't say sorry for it. Just be like, look, Own guys, it. I'm out of office. Yeah. Like, this is my week off. Like, this is the problem. Social media has destroyed like out of office emails so I like lots of photographers that I follow they really rarely put an out of office email on or they're like you know people chill I've also got a different life I can't just sit answering my emails at like 10 o'clock at night I was just having a little scroll on Instagram because I was like I wonder how many people have posted a picture of their Christmas dinner because that was kind of like the trend last year that everyone was kind of making fun of and I was like I wonder if people have done it today no one had no but I did see people had and I'm talking like this must have been about lunchtime, you know, mm. when you when you're waiting for the food to be served up yeah, and stuff. Yeah, like a dead time. Yeah. So I'm sat around, and I would say maybe five because I ended up watching them like later on. Posted what I got for Christmas videos on Christmas Day mm. by lunchtime, and I was just thought that that was so 
mad that they yeah. were filming in their like lounge, their front room or whatever. All pre-recorded it. But how do you how do you unwrap all your presents that you've got? Well, I mean, it's this is what I mean. I'm like, did you just kick all your family out of your front room? film this video whilst they're making food or whatever and then you've edited it up. it up and uploaded it like yeah. props to you for your dedication and like the commitment and how quick that turnaround is because mm. that is impressive to film edit and so and they're not even badly made videos the quality is great you know you can you can yeah. tell they've got the ring lights and the soft boxes and all that jazz <laughs> the full setup yeah you know they're perfectly done up with their makeup their hair their great outfit like all yeah, of that you see that like photo it's not it's photo it's the thing where it's like full face of makeup, new outfit for Christmas day to hit the living room. Yeah. Like so many people do that. Christmas day, I was like, I'm gonna spend it in my pajamas and that's about it. Yeah, but it just, it just fascinates me that like these people have are that dedicated or mm. maybe that worried about losing their consistency. Yeah. And I'm like, damn, I would wait until like new year for one of those videos. Like, I'm not bothered if your what I got for Christmas is not up on Christmas yeah. or Boxing Day. I just thought it was really mad that there were so many people that had already uploaded it, not even on Boxing Day. Like, on I have, Christmas Day. Yeah, like, I haven't even received half my presents because I see family, like... Like, throughout the week. Yeah. yeah. No, I just, I find it really weird. And I think, I last time I posted on my Instagram account, I hate to say this, is the 11th of December. But the weeks leading up to Christmas, I got too busy. And I was yeah. like, I'm either rushing around shooting content for clients, editing the content I've shot for clients so they can get it up for Christmas. Yeah. You know, I haven't got something that I feel like I need to be posting or want to be posting or it's rushed or doesn't mm. work or whatever um and I actually thought about it the other day I was like oh I, sh I should post something I should be like sorry guys for being you know being really quiet and then I was like no I'm not going to apologize for not posting on my own account I'm just going to be like I'm now going to start posting on my account again yeah um so yeah no people need to need to rethink about like using the word sorry for for like doing leaving their life. Instagram yeah for having a life outside of an app it's like you don't owe anyone anything no like that's that's you the really thing don't. it's like respect your fans and respect your audience by saying like hey i'm gonna take christmas week off yeah cool like that's or it set up like auto posting so so many apps have got auto posting if you feel yeah. you have you like you yeah. need to be posting because schedule your content that's like, fine but like please don't be like i'm really sorry guys i'm not gonna post today because i'm just gonna spend it with family i'm like yes Go spend it with family. Yeah, do you, you don't need to say sorry to me. I don't care. Have an amazing Christmas. Like you deserve it. Yeah. So yeah, that's my that's my hate at the moment. That's 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 the tea. It's, yeah. Like it. So on the whole topic of New Year, New You, lovely phrase. Ugh. Let's let's just start off by asking, how was 2019 for you? Um, I I haven't spent a lot of time looking back at it because I you have or haven't haven't. Okay. Um, it's not something I in joy doing i'm not like one of those people i know some people who are like i'm gonna journal like you know oh. what was amazing this year and I'm when like, people list all their achievements yeah and they're just like oh God. Um, i actually thought about like listing all the bad things that happened to me this year and i was like no i also don't want to give energy to that but um yeah. here's all my negative here's all my shit. negative that's like happened to me in the last 12 months um 2019 was was when i think about it was mental um graduated uni which was an experience um you know i'm now like my photography stuff is kind of almost full-time. It is now kind of like my business. Your job. Yeah, my job, which is scary to say. Because um, <laughs> it's always been like my part-time thing. I'm like, oh yeah, on the side I do photos on like the weekend. And I'm like, that's my job. Like, yeah. I actually need to, you know. I actually do that I need now. to do that. Like, huh. Um, so yeah, there's that. Um, it, it was, it's been, yeah, it's been a roller coaster. I've, you know, traveled more than I've traveled. I've done more shoots than I've done. I've worked with more brands. This is me talking about all my positives. Um, 
I've just had the most I've amazing, had the most amazing. Yeah. No, I, you know, I haven't, I haven't. I've also probably like sat and cried at my computer more than I've ever done. Um, I think I've rebranded my, I've rebranded my business and my work about three times this year, which is not great because people are like, who is she now? You know, yeah. what is this account I'm following? Um, Shout out, if you want to follow Lucy, it is at Lucy Alice uh, underscore creative okay. name thought of by myself yeah. after like a massive panic on Facebook <laughs> after like this is like my fifth Instagram name this year I need something new um so yeah no I think that's you know that's probably been the year it's been amazing I've had some amazing like I've done some we've done some also crazy yeah. creative shoots um I think we did one in February this year and it was like two degrees and I was like we're going to the beach and you it's crazy wear jumpers to, it's crazy to think that that was this year though I feel like I it was so long ago it's so long ago but no, it's it's been a good year. It's been it's been about up and down. It's been yeah, it has been up and down, and it's been one of those like, a real, real yeah, year. Yeah, it's been a real year, and I think that's what I've tried to focus on is making it real and posting real content. Yeah. So I've kind of embraced sarcasm on my Instagram oh, yeah. recently, um, and just kind of saying it how it is. I'm like, here we go. Here's a photo. Like you know. Yeah. Being... I, I mean, I I felt like a massive sense of relief when I uploaded a photo that Lucy shot and it was in this beautiful Tiffany location. And the photo looks great, but I captioned it saying like, look, there was workmen still building mm. this structure as we were photographing it. Like this, yeah. this was not done. It wasn't complete. There were people in high-vis carrying stuff and yeah. wires everywhere. There they were, were, like, testing the snow, which worked to our advantage. But yeah, you know, there like, was so much going on on that shoot. And there was, like, tourists standing around yeah. taking photos and everything. But you can't tell that from no. the image. I mean, there was also, like, actual paid production people trying to get, like, the promotional video. Yeah. And we were like, sorry, guys, we just need to, like, use this. And they're like, it's fine. I was like, cool, thanks. It, it was quite refreshing just yeah. being that honest and yeah. being like, look, this photo looks great. But in reality, there was so much... So much happening yeah okay so, so for yeah, me for me 2009 i feel a bit indifferent about it 2009 2009 <laughs> 2019 oh my god 2009 guys we're like throwing this right back we're gonna do the whole decade yeah the whole <laughs> the whole 10 years no okay sorry 2019 i feel was a bit indifferent because uh, i don't know how to put this without sounding totally negative but i feel like not that I failed this year, but I didn't achieve as much as I set out to, or I didn't oh, no. do. Neither did I, but I accepted much. that. Yeah, so I kind of feel indifferent because I definitely procrastinated way more than I thought I was going to, and I limited myself more than I should, and I definitely stayed within my comfort zone. So I didn't try as hard as I could have. Mm. I think it was because I I gave myself excuses and doubt. It was kind yeah. of like, a, oh well, if you don't try, you can't fail. But that in itself is a it's, failure because yeah. I haven't pushed myself to my limit. So for me, that was kind of what 2019 was about. It was having all these ideas and all these hopes and dreams that I was almost too scared to do. Mm. So for 2020, that, that's that got to change because yeah. I just don't want to be in this position where I'm like, oh, I could have tried harder. Yeah. No, I think, I mean, I think that's something that everyone has. It's one of those things we always get to the end of the year and you're like, oh, next year I'm going to push myself out of my comfort zone. Like that's like a generic New Year's resolution. Like I'm going to do something different. You're like, well, actually do it. Like yeah. just go and do it. So this, this actually ties into a question that I got sent on Instagram. And um, we're going to do questions at the end, but I thought that this would be like a nice one to kind of tie us into mm -hmm. the topic. And that's, do you believe in New Year's resolutions? I, I, yeah. Yes and no. No on the fact that I hate that everyone always posts like the same generic I'm going to go four. to the gym and I'm yes. going to get fit. But I'm going to have a healthy body and a healthy lifestyle. I'm like, that's amazing. But I'm, I'm one of those people, I hate starting things on Mondays. 
Oh, really? Yeah, I will start something on a Sunday or a Tuesday. Because right. I think Mondays, there's like that generic kind Expectation. of... Expectation. Yeah, like, I'm going to start my diet on Monday. I'm like, no, if you want to eat healthier, just start now. Just don't, yeah, don't eat a whole bar of chocolate. Don't wait. Also, yeah. if you do eat a whole bar of chocolate, it's not going to kill you. Treat yourself. It's fine. Which but is what I, I, also, I also think with that, though, with the whole like New Year's resolution thing, I don't know, maybe it's changed as we've got older and society's changed a bit and whatever. But growing up, it was kind of like... You made one resolution and it was yeah. like, I'm going to run a marathon this year. Yeah. And it was like something to achieve by the end of the year. Whereas now it feels like January 1st, you have to have your life together. Mm. You have to be like automatically perfect because yeah. it's January 1st and everything needs to be smooth and like amazing. See, I'm having that with my, because I'm, okay, I don't have a website. My website died like three years ago. And I was like, right. Next year, 2020, in January, I'm going to launch my website. I'm going to have a blog. It's, and I did the typical kind of, I'm going to have a website and blog. And it's, you know, going to keep yeah. going throughout the year. I wanted to launch it on the 1st of January. I wanted uh. to hit that milestone. Um, I'm yet to have a domain name. I'm yet to find a platform. I'm yet to create the website. How much I'm eternal to, like, stress is To that, pick the images I need to put on there. I have no blog content. I have literally nothing. And what, we've got like under 12 hours until the 1st of January. So that Ooh. that died, that died this yeah. morning. I was but like, that, that that's what go. I mean. I feel like it's it's not even a case of you have to have a website. It's like you have to have the perfect, perfect. website. Yeah. Like if you said now, oh, I'm going to run a marathon, it would be, okay, well, what charity are you going to run for? How much money are you going to raise? Yeah. What time are you going to do that marathon mm. in? Well, like, also, it's not just a marathon. People are always like, I'm going to run London marathon. Yeah, it's got to be like an it, iconic, yeah. beautiful destination. I'm going to go to Paris and I'm going to run the Paris marathon. Right, first of all, marathons are freaking hard. Second of all, good luck getting into one of them. Yeah, because so many people apply. Yeah. Like, I'm going to run the, the London Marathon and it's like... Dressed as like, you know, some outfit. And, and you have something. to look obviously perfect. Oh my gosh, you've got to have a full face of makeup for that, you know. And you've got to have a run. selfie at the end when yeah. you've like become victorious and stuff. And it's just like, okay, well that New Year's resolution has now become like five other resolutions. Yeah. So yeah, so for me, I think New Year's resolutions have evolved so much more beyond having one resolution that you work through. For the whole year. Yeah, to, to being get like something to the you end. have to be doing all the time. Yeah. yeah whereas now it's like january 1st be the perfect person eat healthy run every day do all of this. like do yoga in the morning meditate oh be gosh, like i'd love to do that and it's like yeah okay i want to do all these things but these are progress yeah goals and milestones and See, stuff. i get over it by i set myself like small ones every month so for me i think the thing i do believe in new year's resolutions but it needs to be one resolution that you work to throughout the year not you have to be perfect on January 1st and have like your whole life together because that's not what a New Year's resolution yeah. is. It's one manageable goal that you aim to achieve by the end mm. of the year. See, I don't, I wrote down the other day, I was like my big, I think I called it like my big ideas. So just a page in a notebook and it was like 2020 big ideas. Mm -hmm. um, and it was, you know, bigger things that I want to achieve. So it was things like my website, my blog, doing like, bigger shoots so shoots with like a whole team traveling yep. more i don't think i actually i might have put some like health stuff in there but i think it was things like you know i want to do another triathlon i want to kind of push myself on that way yeah so that's kind of like my big vision yeah um and then i end up doing monthly ones so i've got like what i want to achieve by the end of january yeah um and that is simply like plan two big shoots and get my website live. Yeah, I think we give ourselves too many lists and too yeah. many things. Like that oh, it's, I've read something else. It's like to-do list debt. 
So you know when... Oh, I'm always into do this. I was like, oh my gosh, this makes so much sense. So it's like you end up having so many to-do lists that you have a to-do list of to-do lists and you're just constantly in debt with to-dos. Yeah. So you're like, I'm now, I've got like, you know, 20,000 to-do lists and I've got to get everything done by the end of the week. It's like, actually, you need to pick, you know, I think I give myself a maximum of five things a day that I do. Anything more than that and I just sit and end up watching Netflix or scrolling through Instagram. Yeah, see, for me, I definitely am in to do it debt all the time so this is something that I'm going to change and I'm going to try something out and I don't know if it's going to work but we can talk about that on the podcast (laughs) and I've seen a lot of other people do this and it seems to work for them they have one master list of like everything that they think oh I need to do that so it could be something like hanging a picture on the wall to setting up a new website or like I don't know Mm. saving 10 grand or whatever it is like you know the small things the small tiny things that we just do save 10 grand right um, next to need to do food shopping buy a house get some food you know cash but yes they have like a master list yeah and then they pick things off that list that they can achieve in that day. Yeah. And then they write a daily to-do list. So I used to write down like six kind of small things Mm. each day that I would want to achieve. And then I would maybe achieve three or four of them and I'd have two left. And then they would carry over to the next day. Yeah. And then I'd be just crossing them out and then rewriting them each day. I know. And I wasn't getting them done and it would make me feel so stressed. So... I think now I need to just break things down yeah. into much more manageable also, pieces. Also, the best thing that I bought was a to-do list notebook. It was in Paper Chase and it literally... Love is, Paper oh, Chase. I I've spent way too much money in that shop. It's a tiny little... It's not even A5. I think it's smaller than A5. And it's just got a box at the top which you can put the date and then it's got like where you can write to-dos and you can yeah. just tick them off. It's the best thing to carry in my bag because I always think of a to-do list when I'm like out and about or I'm on yeah. the train or something. My phone is like, to-do list, this day, to-do list. Like so many to-do lists yeah um, but it's really helpful so I have one on my desk which is always my work stuff because I forget who I've edited what I've edited what I need to edit yeah um, and then one in my handbag for when I'm like out uh, shopping yeah. going oh yeah I need to do this I, or I end up texting my boyfriend going can you remind me to do this yeah so I, I am definitely a pro to-do list person mm. I just need to be a bit more I don't know, organized maybe with my list. You need to be like, can I actually get that all done in a day? Is it realistic? Because otherwise yeah. you end up setting up for failure. Yeah. And that is the worst. So you might, even if you put three things on your to-do list, do them all and celebrate, you're then like, yes, I feel like I have my life yeah. together. Yeah, and then you can like add things afterwards. Yeah, so if you do those three in an hour, pick another two. Like, yeah, so I'm definitely going to give the master list a go and mm. see how I get on with that. I might I really revise. think you should put buy a house on there. Just yeah, for, just for like, <laughs> you know, next Wednesday, I'm going to go buy a house. Uh, so yeah, I do believe in New Year's resolutions, but I think they need to be manageable. I think they need to yeah. be something that is a work in progress. I don't think it should be something that is expected to be done yeah. by January 1st. And then you just automatically exactly. have it throughout because the year. Also, like, this next year is just another year in our life. It's oh, not... no, no. This is a new decade, Luz. Like, this oh, yeah, is... But I hate that. It's like, oh, my gosh, this thing back, like, the last decade. I'm like, nope, that stays there. Yeah, like, um, I'm, ready, just, I'm ready to move on. I, yeah. I feel like I'm at that place now where I'm ready to close 2019 and let that decade, like, completely shut and just enter a new decade being like, right, okay, fresh mindset, like, let's do this. But then I always think, like, we can never totally close a chapter on something or close something i think it's always we build upon what we've got that's why i hate the new year new me i'm like it's a new year and you're st- you know it's a new year better you right because you are still you're still being you you've still got this your same opinions you're you know so much is going to stay the same you're just going to build upon what you like yeah and i think year. that's 
instead of setting myself a new year's resolution this year which is something i always do and i never do it and it's always i'm gonna write a journal and i never do uh-huh. i always run out There's of so many journals like i start one and then three days later i'm too tired i haven't got yeah. the energy i can't be bothered and sometimes i don't want to revisit my day you know yeah. i don't want to write about my day sometimes so yeah so that's not going to be my new year's resolution for maybe like the 10th year in a row hey new change de- it up new decade new, <laughs> could new... have a new one for 10 years um but my thing is to build on the whole idea of being like a better person with habit stacking yeah so taking original habits i have and just bettering them mm. so like doing things that are gonna overall improve my life rather than setting myself one definitive goal of like this is going to make me a better person. Yeah. So like when I'm having breakfast, just make healthier breakfast choices. Yeah. You know, like simple things that I already do, but I can then improve on them. Exactly. And then you'll feel like you're actually achieving more. It's just not fair. Like we have so many other pressures in life now. We don't need to put more on ourselves. Yeah. So I think for me, I'm going to kind of close more tabs in my mind. So I'm not going to be like overthinking everything. And I'm working more on like my bigger ideas so something that I really want to do this year is I want to work with more of a team so normally all my photography stuff is me and a client and I want to get more kind of model stylist you know video production doing like collabs yeah collabs Collabs with other people um, but doing kind of big vision ideas so you know we're gonna drive halfway up the country and shoot at this location and we're gonna put all our focus in this one day and make something amazing yeah Um, but also focusing more on making content that I love and that the people around me love so more creative content rather than we're gonna go to London we're gonna stand outside a house in Notting Hill and we're gonna take the same photo that 20 other thousand people have taken yeah I'm like nah we're gonna go to (laughs) nah mate nah we're gonna go to a weird location that takes us like three hours to get to and we're gonna shoot some weird ass photos but they're gonna look cool that I think is more my idea and just trusting my gut so you're yours are very like creative goals i feel like mine are more mental kind of like personal Mm. personal well-being goals i feel like i've I've kind of got a direction of what i'm going to be doing this year in terms of like this podcast and i've got my blog and you know i'm going to be trying to grow my whole personal shopping and wardrobe detoxing business side hustle thing i have my life together but i just generally want to feel better each day and just feel better about myself see mine's a balance for me my creative side is like so much my personal side as well. Yeah, I, I think I that's the problem the when you are it. a creative. Yeah. Is that your personal life and your work life always bleed. Literally are the same. Yeah. See, I've set myself a goal to get between two and four acting gigs a month. When it was summer, I was getting like four. I had like four in a month. Yeah. And I was like, that's a really manageable goal for me. It was like one a week. Mm. It didn't feel overwhelming. It felt like good yeah. levels. And I'm like, okay, that's kind of like the level that I'm happy at. And it's it's manageable. Like two minimum, four maximum is like a yeah. good healthy number. So for me, I'm not saying I want to work with this specific director or that. I'm just saying two. Just one, two, two, three, two, two. Yeah, one. some jobs. That'll, that'll keep me happy. Little goals. I'm not, yeah. I'm not making a resolution this year. I've got lots of little ongoing goals that I'm going to throw into my daily life. Yeah. I Day- think that's, it's a nicer way to achieve 
the little D- goals yeah. are nice. I think like having daily habits is much more manageable than like, maybe having yeah. this one overarching goal Huge. that's like a debt over you. Like mm. I have to achieve that. Yeah. Like I have to run a marathon. So many people have got like, I want to hit that number on Instagram or I want to okay. hit this. I see so many of them. It's like, I want to be at like 30K by the end of next year. And you're like, that's great. Like but if I you really don't hope hit you that, get there. Like if you don't hit that, you then feel like you're exactly. doing something wrong. And then that's such a big pressure. And it's like, oh my gosh, I've got to get this. I've got to get this. And you've got to put so much work into it. I'm like, or just go, actually, I want to create images that I know that I love. Yeah. And then hopefully the audience that actually genuinely like my stuff will come to me. Yeah. I think it's more like, you know, us, it's personal social media and it's about us. I mean, like, yeah. the problem I've had is I've created so much content for other people, yeah. which is a bit of a hard thing when you work as a photographer. So obviously when I work with clients, I've got to create content for them. It's my job. Um, but I want to do more for, you know, Yourself. for myself. So yeah. get ready, because I'm going to randomly message you all the time. Going, yeah. By the way, we're driving three hours up the country to shoot in this really weird location. I'm so down for that. But then also, I, I have a very similar thing. So this is something, again, it's not so much like a I have to do it, but it's something that I want to do. And that is, again, the day may change depending, but I want to set myself stricter office hours. So like the nine till six, and then I shut off, done for the yeah. day. And I have the evenings to do whatever I want. But on a Sunday to have like some self-care where I give myself a pedicure, do a face mask, hair mask, whatever. And while that's all kind of setting in, I actually do something physically creative because Mm. everything that I do is digital. Like my blog posts, working with brands and writing for other people on websites and whatever. It's all digital. There's nothing tangible. And I've got an amazing friend, Cassie, who is a great artist. Like she makes the most amazing things. Like you give her something and she can just turn it into something beautiful. And... I started collecting little tokens of everything throughout 2019 from January. So I collected things like West End tickets, cinema stubs, anything that was kind of like a reminder of something that I had done, something positive that I'd not necessarily achieved, but got like happened in your life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like events and things. And I want to, on a Sunday, just spend like, even if it's like two hours, just a couple of hours sat down with my scrapbook and physically make something that's tangible that I can look Mm. back on and go, that was really cool. That was a really good time in my life. Because I think as well, this is where the indifference comes from is I don't remember all that I've done, but physically having something that I can flick through and go, look, I've created this. So it's like a visual journal yeah in some ways. I guess. I'm going to collect things as well for 2020 and then each day, um, each weekend, sorry. Just like sit down for a couple of hours no, and then nice phys- idea. physically scrapbook because I miss doing something with my hands that's creative. Yeah, I think you had that like when we were well, when I was at uni anyway, we had to do like project books and I to be fair, I did most of mine on like digitally because I just prefer doing it. But so many people kept like an actual physical scrapbook. Yeah, and seemed- some of them were amazing. I would flick through like, oh my gosh, this is like this is brilliant. Yeah. So I think that's a really great idea. I, so I did my degree at London College of Fashion and I did BA Fashion Public Relations and Communications. Yeah. So it's all like businessy. There was nothing yeah. like arty about my degree. And anything I did create was digital. So yeah, that's that's kind of like my thing. So I guess leading on from that, what's one thing that you're going to leave behind in 2019 and one thing you're going to do in 2020? Okay, so I actually wrote this down because this is me and I'd forget. <laughs> um <laughs> Because there's like 20,000 things going on in my head. All the tabs. Oh, yeah. All the tabs are still open until midnight and then they are closed. Um, No, so something I want to leave behind from this year is like uninspired work. So not so much working with clients, but working for my, when I do my own stuff. I'm posting on Instagram because I feel like I have to. 
Yeah. So I'm like, oh, it's six o'clock and I haven't put a photo out. I'll just throw this out with, you know, some caption kind of thing. I want to stop that because I want to post work that actually inspires me. And yeah. I want to create work that actually inspires me. Yeah, I've kind of got a similar goal in, in mind in the fact that I want to schedule a bit better like at yeah. the start of the year I was really good at scheduling and creating almost like a story with my feed mm. of like what I cared about and what I was into whether it was like food places yeah. like fashion whatever and then towards the end of the year I just stopped scheduling and it was kind of like a, oh my god I've got to I find think... find something to post about yeah and no longer did I enjoy Instagram whereas mm. if I just set a couple of hours to sign and be like this is what I'm passionate about at the moment yeah and it just does it I don't have to think about that and think oh god I've got to post something that people are going to find interesting do you yeah, know what I, mean? I think that's also like that's just a thing that happens in the year though when because we get so busy towards Christmas that yeah. we stop thinking about it but I yeah for me it's like leave behind the feeling that I have to do something and mm. I have to be posting and I have to be sharing you know my life and what I'm doing and all that stuff I'm like no I'm going to share what I want to share yeah even on my business account because it's my business account yeah um, definitely so yeah I might disappear for a few months like I've done recently <laughs> but no because I, I think the other thing is we what we want to like take into next year yep. so for me it yeah it's just pushing my creative side and like not following all the trends that we see oh my god um, so many trends so many trends and that's something i want to take towards like the people that i work with as well i want to be like that's things outside the box yeah. So, yeah i think it's next year is really just pushing my creative side that's um, cool i feel like mine's kind of similar because the thing that i want to leave behind in 2019 was something i touched on a bit earlier was that whole idea of making negative excuses and limiting myself saying that I can't because of xyz this was particularly when I was moving from being the theatre actor into mm. I wanted to do screen work it's always my goal and I was having a conversation with another actor friend and I said to him I was like I don't think I'm gonna get hired he was like why do you think that and I said because if I looked at other films and other celebrities I didn't fit into like a stereotypical category you know yeah. you had like your Margot Robbie and Scarlett Johansson, blonde bombshell types and Charlize Theron, you know, they, they're they one category. But yeah. then there was also kind of like the brunette, foxy type, like Megan Fox, you know, back in the day. And then you have like the quirky Emma Stone types or like the geeky best friend types. And I, I was just like, I don't fit in any of these categories. Therefore, I'm not hireable. And mm. I automatically gave myself that excuse. Before I'd even tried, I was just like, I'm not going to get cast. I'm not going to get hired. And that stopped me applying for things. And yeah. I was like, why? Like, that's such a stupid thing to do. But again, it comes down to that. If I don't try, I can't fail it. And I want to try. And if I fail, I've tried, you know? Like, that. that's okay. Yeah. So not limiting also, myself, definitely. I don't know if you ever read the book called Secret. Oh my God, everyone tells me about this book. Oh, I need to read it in 20 It is so good. Um, it's taken me like a whole year to read it. Not because it's a difficult book, but because life's, I just, life's busy and I pick it up every time I'm on the train but it's when you were saying like i won't get cast and i won't find yeah. a part it's like changing that into um, i will yeah so i'm definitely put it actually everyone needs to read it to be fair um there's also a film about it on netflix if you don't want to read it i'm definitely feel- so good because it's not a book that you have to sit down and like read all of it you can jump to the bits that you think are relevant, are, are relevant to you yeah and i mean i every time i pick it up i'm like oh i've got back into the weird habit of you know making excuses or thinking negatively or blah 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 blah, blah. yeah i think that's something i'm going to bring into 2020 is pushing myself to yeah 
the limit and going out of my comfort zone and being less what if it goes wrong and what if it goes right you know that idea that it's okay also just think it's going to go right yeah this is going to work it might not be like your ideal on how it's working but it's going to work i think as well it's it's the case that there is so much pressure to be perfect Mm. um and i was doing some research into someone who had three businesses was you know younger than us had graduated from uni and i was just like okay you're saying like that this is easy you're making it seem like this is just something that everyone can do or everyone should do and i just mm, that kind (laughs) of irks me like that this idea that everything is easy like yeah and then i think that's that's the problem with kind of social media stuff is we always put out the perfect the kind of show reel of our life that makes everything look easy nobody posts you know the turmoil (laughs) yeah the days where you're like i don't know what to do and you know i'm crying at my computer because this hasn't gone right and that hasn't gone right so i think i mean it's it's changing like the trend is changing but yeah social media's got a huge impact on just showing the perfect side of things and the things that we want like we want people to see i think that like ends our topic in a quite nice round off so what is something that you would like to see on social media in 2020 definitely it's yeah it's more realism yeah that was mine i i want to see less bs and more behind the scenes more realness like but then i also don't want it to turn too quickly so i don't want behind the scenes to become too perfect this is the problem when people are thinking about i'm gonna post a behind the scenes of my photo they'll still get the perfect photo of their behind the scenes like this is my setup guys i'm like no you need to like show the real behind the scenes yeah i did a photo shoot yesterday actually and i needed like this is hilarious he's my boyfriend's gonna probably hate me for saying this but i needed like quite a fence uh, i can't say the word but like a woman's hand right mine weren't looking that nice my nails look such a mess so i got his hand because he has quite a cute little dainty hand holding a mirror whilst holding this product whilst trying to get the light whilst you know we were in like it was a weird position because i was like i can't get my shadow i can't you know i don't want my hair in this and behind the scene photos of that would have been hilarious because it doesn't look perfect. Yeah. It was shot in our bedroom. The room looked like a mess because I'd just done a load of flat lays. There was like clothes everywhere and props everywhere. And I was like, that's that's real. Like we are yeah. trying to get this. It's a beautiful photo when I post it. I'm so happy with it. But I wish I could have done a behind the scenes. Of, yeah. Like this is what it actually is like. Like there's, um, there's an, uh, I'm going to air quotes, influencer, uh, Instagrammer mm. and YouTuber who posts her mental breakdowns. Yeah. Like when she has a full on, I just hate my life. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm having an anxiety attack. You go through her feed and you would think that her life is perfect. Yeah. You know, she's going to all these press events and holidays and traveling and all this amazing stuff. You know, she's getting these PR boxes of every product mm. under the sun. And on her stories, you see that she's not actually as happy and as, you know, put together as yeah. her feed would make out. And I really love that she's not afraid to show that. Yeah. And I, that's what I want to see. I want to see people I want to see people breaking down. <laughs> I want to see more mental breakdowns on social media next year, guys. If we could just, you know, like in a more. in a nice world, in, in a, a nice yeah. way. Like but in the realism world of just this is what it actually is like, you know, being a freelancer, doing this job. Yeah. Um, you know, going easy. on photo shoots. It's not easy. It's but we need to be careful not to glamorize the realism because then we've just got the same problem as we've got yeah don't glamorize having a breakdown no like, it's not pretty. like don't filter that just like full-blown no makeup this is what i look like just when cry I'm into instagram yeah. stories people exactly. like that's what that's what we want to see <laughs> that's what we're all about 
Okay, so I did an Instagram story asking you lovely people for some New Year's theme slash 2020 questions. And I actually got a lot of responses. I didn't think I was going to because when See, I, I did the same and got like one. See, whenever I do like an ask me anything on my Instagram, like I never get interesting questions like or anything. So I was like, this is going to be a dud, but I'm going to give it a go. And I actually got some great responses. So I'm going to read out some questions. So the first one is what have you learned from 2019? that is gonna be a lesson for 2020? Probably not to care what people think, just to do what you want to do. People will either- Like it or lump it. Yeah, they'll either celebrate it with you or they'll just go, that's not for me. But also not bringing people down if it's not for you. If it's not for you, just go, cool, I don't need to comment on that. I don't need to make a big deal. I can just go, I don't believe in that or that Mm. doesn't inspire me. I'm just gonna scroll past it. Yeah, my lesson for 2019 that I'm gonna take into 2020 is you don't need to procrastinate so much. (laughs) Just do it. Don't be afraid. That fear is holding you back. Mm. That's my lesson from this year. Okay, we've kind of touched upon this one, but the second question is, what is your main goal for 2020? Be creative and go with it. Have a creative idea and just try it because it might work. It might be a total failure. Total. Total failure. For me, my main goal this year is to shape my career more into how I want it to go. Mm. I feel like I was... I'm on. The, I'm just riding whatever my career turns out to be. Now. See, I was kind of again too stressed about what it should be and where I should be at at this point, and now I'm just like, just do you, like, just, yeah, just go with it. This was. I actually asked the person who asked me this question for more clarification, but they didn't send it. So I'm gonna read it out, and you interpret it as you wish. <laughs> what is your inspiration? Oh wow, deep and meaningful. Like, um, is that like? your inspiration for everything in life your inspiration for 2020 like i don't really know what that question means but Um, that is the question i think my if we're going like really deep and meaningful my big inspiration is to help inspire others um and to tell stories that's kind of my big thing with my work just it's to help people just post what they want to be posting i think that's what inspires me Deep, yeah, deep really meaningful. Deep. I feel like mine's really shallow now. I think I wrote like a 500 word essay on that as well at uni. They're like, what inspires you? And I was like, oh gosh. I think for me, like my inspiration comes from everywhere. I will be watching a YouTube video and a thought will pop into my head and I'll write it down. Mm. I'll be watching something on Netflix, reading a magazine, like looking at interiors. For me, there isn't one source of inspiration. I feel like inspiration is literally everywhere. Yeah. And I normally find inspiration from others. Like I'll see mm. someone do something and I'll think either I don't like it and I want to do it differently and that's what's inspired me yeah. or I see something and I'm like, hmm, that's given me an idea for something else. My inspiration is everywhere. Oh, deep. Okay, <laughs> proudest personal achievement. I graduated uni this year and I didn't think I would. Why? Why didn't um, you think you would? Again, we'll do a whole nother episode yeah, on like, like uni. university and stuff. Um, I So I finished A-levels and I want to get a degree. Any degree. Any degree. I'm not fussy. I just want a degree. No, I'm joking. Yeah, so I think for my main thing and I thought I would never finish my dissertation. I would never... Like, because of any reason or just you um, just didn't see, you just didn't see I the just end. didn't see an ending to uni. No, I'm dyslexic so I'm quite bad at writing. So a written dissertation for me was like, is oh. so daunting. I'm like, how do I even start that? Like, it needs to be academic. I need to have my own opinions but I can't have my own opinions because I've got to have opinions from others. Yeah. Just... To be fair, it got to the point where I was like, I just need to finish this. And yeah. then I have a piece of paper that's cost me 
a lot of money that I don't even look at. I don't actually even know where it is in my house. I actually don't know where my degree is. No, I think it's filed somewhere. So I that's, think that's my mum's filed it for me, actually. Um, but no, that was my, my biggest achievement was just finishing that. And it was something, it was the first time that I really had given something my all and had finished it and had finished it in the way that I wanted to finish it. Mm. Handed in my final project and I did cry. Really? Might have been tired. It might have been, you know, emotions, hunger. There was probably lots of different reasons, but I just handed it in and remember going, I don't know what to do in my life. We'll definitely talk about that in another episode as yeah. well because I, I had a crying breakdown experience in the printers on the day of my hand in, which was quite entertaining. Um, but we'll save that for another time. Yeah. Juicy tip, but if you want to come back. <laughs> Proudest personal achievement for me was actually when I climbed Kili. So I climbed Kilimanjaro when I was 19. And to be honest, I had no idea what I'd actually signed up for. I didn't even know what the mountain looked like. I just knew it was a mountain. Yeah, we'll do it. And then I remember being in the plane and the pilot being like, and here's Kilimanjaro, which you can't see because it's above the cloud line. And I just <laughs> kind of turned to my friend who I was climbing it with and went, are you is that actually what we're... And she's like, you didn't look up the pictures? And I was like, no, I didn't train for it. And I was I was out running her. Like, I was running up that thing and people were like, slow down. And I was like, no, I just want to get to the top. I just want to get to the top. And I remember getting to the top and crying because everyone was like, you're mad. You're never going to do that. You know, mm. I was not the sporty kid. Yeah. I hated PE. I did PE. Like, I wasn't one of these girls that, you know, made up an excuse to get out. I did PE. I just didn't like it. You know, mm. I wasn't into sports. I'm not into sports now. But that was, that's a, yeah. yeah, that was a huge thing. And it was just something so different. Again, this girl who was into fashion and, you know. <laughs> we could climb a mountain. Yeah, like, I was just like, I'm going to climb a mountain. It's going to be great. I mean, you did do the kind of typical fashion thing of the fact you didn't look it up. Yeah, I mean, true. <laughs> you did tick that stereotype. I'm from fashion and I just thought it was like a tiny hill. Yeah, literally. But yeah, did that. That was a pretty proud achievement. i got to say, graduating was a really surreal yeah. experience. I was just a bit like, oh my God, it's all come down to this moment and now I'm, I'm done i'm yeah. like leaving my life behind and that that's it this is that it was weird. weird i'd say those are the, that's my achievement okay this was a fun one because i have no idea but i felt like you might be able to spark some inspo for this and that was the favorite outfit pick of 2019 favorite outfit wow, pick of mine of... or of yours because I, I mean it... of mine i've got like six to choose from here oh go for it Okay, so they might know. Okay, so if I could change it, so my favorite kind of shoot maybe from mm -hmm. this year probably was the one that we did together in September on West Wittering Beach. We had like a giant hat, we had a chair, and I think that's still my favorite shoot because I mm. think it was my most kind of experimental shoot. I wasn't yeah. shooting it for anything. I was going, this is totally for me. We're going to do some weird angles. We're going to do some weird framing. It was a really busy day, even though I wanted it to be cloudy. And it was the one day that month that it was freaking well sunny and it was clear blue skies and I was like I'm so annoyed I wanted it to be cold and horrible I think yeah that was probably my favorite shoot and I don't think I've got a favorite outfit actually because I don't take outfit photos of myself if I'm going for like <laughs> outfit pictures I'm I'm gonna say two so my actual favorite outfit is one that I think just represents my kind of general day-to-day -day style quite well and that was actually the day that I borrowed your Zara checked blazer and I just okay. had a pair of current Elliot jeans on some converse and a t-shirt from H&M and I was like this is just a very typical day-to-day -day outfit that I would wear so I think mm. for that it's the most kind of realistic portrayal of yeah. my kind of like everyday fashion but if I'm gonna go for like the outfit that I felt 
the best in and that I loved was actually when we shot the Lawful London campaign. There, there was two outfits that I loved on that and that was the one where I borrowed the white trousers with the trench coat. The trench coat was mine, mm. but the white trousers was borrowed. Love that one. Um, that just made me feel like so powerful, that yeah. outfit. Those images, I was like, yes. I'm going to keep reposting these forever. And also the one where I'm wearing my oversized grey blazer and then my like satin like skinny cigarette trousers with the yes. white heels that to me was like my very like this is my office look yeah like, this, this is why i look like i have my life together like this is my professional mode exactly and the other the other one was kind of like my everyday kind of weekend running errands kind of mm. mode so i feel like those two perfectly represent my style yeah as such so i would say those are my favorite outfits because i think they're the most true to me they're yeah. not kind of like set up no for a specific reason or whatever this one was an interesting question do you have any clothing fears to overcome in 2020 Mm. oh gosh clothing fears um for me me and my partner we went out for um our anniversary and we were looking around the shops and he was like oh if there's anything you want to get like get it and i'm walking around the stores and i'm thinking i actually don't want anything there was nothing that i felt like i needed i was like i have jeans at home I have shoes at home, I have a top at home, Mm. like there's nothing that I need. I'm kind of fearful of falling into maybe like a trap of feeling like I need to buy something that I don't. Not necessarily fast fashion, it could be something that's an expensive item, but feeling that I need to purchase something for the sake of it. Yeah. Because I have a lot of clothes that I've had for maybe like 10 years and I still wear them to this day and there's nothing wrong with them. Mm. They work perfectly fine. They're not falling apart or anything. I don't want to be shopping this year. That's that's Ooh, my fear. Okay. I don't want to be spending money on stuff that I have at home. So I think for me, it's wearing outfits that I think will look nice, if that makes sense. Like if, oh, if I get, if, it's very big if, if this was taken as a photo, I look like I have my life together. Yeah. And I've kind of stopped doing that so much, but like stopped dressing for other people. I'm like, yeah, if I want to wear trackies and a really loose jumper and do nothing all day, I'm gonna do it. Yeah, see, Um, I've got the opposite thing. I feel like I wear too many comfy clothes when I'm around the house that I feel kind of rubbish about myself. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I think I want to start feeling better in like my comfy clothes. Yeah, see, when I wear comfy, I love wearing comfy clothes. Like I'm wearing gym wear right now, like whatever, you can't see, but you know, and I love this outfit, but I wear this a lot and I feel like I need to get out of the habit of just putting on a t-shirt and just putting on a pair of Mm. jeans. I feel like I need to maybe curate my look a bit more and be a bit more like, okay, how does this outfit make me feel? Am I wearing this because it's just easy and comfortable or am I wearing this because it's giving me a sense of purpose or motivation? Do you get yeah. what I mean? No, I do. So I, if I need to be motivated one day, I will, even if I'm, my motivation needs to be sat at my computer, I will sometimes like put on a full together outfit. Don't normally do my makeup because I can't be asked, And then sit down and I'm like, I've got my life together. Yeah. But I want to feel like I've got my life together if I am in leggings and a jumper. Mm. Um, I think that's probably my big thing. Mm, interesting. This is nothing to do with New Year's, but how much was your podcast set up? So we've basically got one mic between us with two pop filters on, and then we're uh, recording on Adobe Audition. So Adobe, I have like the whole package, so it's a separate kind of price to that. But I think the actual setup... It's of, expensive. Yeah, I think <laughs> the actual setup of this mic um everything was about 40 or 50 pounds all in so yeah it's not an uber expensive setup if you're already paying for adobe if you're not then it gets really expensive because adobe is not cheap yeah but there are other things you can record on yeah so So, 
That was about how much it is. So I just got one that says great. Oh yeah, they like, got so okay. I got two actual questions. The rest were just bots, which is yeah. our thing. Yeah. Which... So I I got a lot of great. I got a lot of hmms as well <laughs> with a family emoji. I think I got a job opportunity going back to pay hey. Oh, like, really? come work for us. Your feed is amazing. Got a, do you want to connect? And connect then, to what? That's the question. And then I got just like a random heart. I got a love your feed, um, which was nice. Hey, great profile. Keep it up. I got a smiley face. <laughs> um, and then, oh, I got another one. Hey, maybe not the answer you're looking for, but love for you to have a look at our page. Yep, got that um, one. Hi, my username. Would you like to become an ambassador? If yes, DM us. Oh yes, that's a proper job opportunity. So that will be a whole nother episode. Yep. Um, and then I'm gonna get up Google Translate because I actually got a lot in uh, different languages. Did you? Yeah. Okay, well I got quite a few from dog accounts, which oh, I really? think um, talks about who I'm kind of following on my Instagram at the moment. I did get one question saying, what is it called? Because we didn't have a name for this podcast yesterday when we posted. We literally like, came up with this yeah this morning so we've decided to call it page and exposure yeah because a little bit kind of tongue-in-cheek way is we get quite a few job opportunities as creatives as freelancers and the big question is always is it paid or how much is it paid and everyone's like it's not paid but it's paid in exposure and that's kind of like an art degree you know thing that we've always had you always get paid in exposure and it's something that really, really bugs us and we think really shouldn't be a thing. Yeah. We'll so, do like a whole nother yeah, episode on this. Yeah, but in the jokey kind of way, this is why we called it paid in exposure. So slash I, we couldn't think of a name. So I got, hello, please follow me in Spanish. I got one that was like a <laughs> Russian paragraph, which I have no idea how to translate. And then I got three, what are your New Year's Eve plans? I had a lot of people asking me what I was doing. Okay. What are you doing? I'm actually not doing anything that crazy. Sorry, I'm trying to Google Translate these other ones as I'm doing this. Follow me, and I know you is one of them. Hi, check Do out you? my <laughs> hi, check out my profile. Love your feed. And then I got one of those emojis where they're like scratching their chin, like that question or like. I got the dog emoji. Someone sent me that. I was like, thanks. Oh, I someone mean... someone just sent me have a beautiful day, which Aww. was quite nice. Check us out. And then they always put your your name, which I find really annoying. Yeah. On a side note, your feed is Insta goals. That's cute. Hi, with a smiley face. Oh no, hang on, I've got a great one. Love your page. Do you want a free PDF about editing and followers? Well, no, because I know how to edit. I got one saying, come to Brazil in 2020. <laughs> and I got four. Hi, any plans for New Year's Eve? New Year's Eve plans with like cherry emojis and family emojis and like loads of random emojis. But then it said, hope you have an amazing New Year's Eve tomorrow. Any cool plans? So let's end this with that because it's this evening. Yeah. In like a couple of, couple of hours. Like 10 hours. 10 hours and it will be a new decade. Woo. So my plans this year are not that, that excited. I don't get hyped up for new years i normally find it quite a depressing time because mm. i'm always like oh god i haven't achieved everything i haven't <laughs> i haven't achieved all that i wanted this year i've been a failure and i haven't done this this and this and i think about all of that rather yeah. than all the good stuff and as i kind of said i'm ready to just be like yeah you know what 2019 may have not gone exactly to plan but 2020 we're gonna look at this with a whole nother positive mindset so in that respect, I'm actually, I wouldn't say looking forward to, that's not the right word, but I'm i am not depressed at the moment about it. I'm actually- That's great. I'm quite excited for the it's challenge. Good way to start the new year. Yeah, like- I'm, I'm not depressed. <laughs> I, I just feel like I'm excited for the challenge. Yeah. I'm ready for the challenge. I know it's gonna be a struggle, but I'm willing to work for it. And I'm mm. feeling quite hungry for that, yeah. that challenge. So that's gonna be good. And one thing that I normally do is I write down 10 things that I wanna say goodbye to 
like toxic friends or bad relationships or whatever it is like financial rubbish and then I write down 10 things that I want for the new year so like good health good friendships that kind of stuff and I'll burn it at midnight and just kind of like send it out to the world um (laughs) so I will probably still do that that might be one of my plans but, I might nick that off you. Yeah, no, do it. It's actually really empowering, like, watching it go up and I was going to say, I was like, I thought you were just going to... I close it in a notebook. I was like, you should burn it. No. It's so much better. No, I definitely burn it. And then there's, like, a tradition where you run out the back of the house and run into the front of the house. So it's like you're letting go of the bad energy Ooh, and running into the okay. new energy, um, which is, like, a silly kind of thing that we do when it's dark and whatever. But I'm actually crashing a lad's night with my boyfriend nice. and his friend. So he's got five friends and they all begin with Jay. So they're like the J squad you know and we're going to his best friend Jack's house we're all gonna make a course of a meal and we're just gonna eat food play some probably board games and chill listen to music and it's just gonna be like a nice 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 kind of like yeah Yeah. nothing crazy it's not a house party we're not like raving or anything but we're just no in company with friends and And eating burning things at the end burning things at the end yeah so that's kind of my new year's plans it's it's actually something i've never done before i've never had like a a group hang situation it's normally like either i'm doing nothing and crying and being depressed or i'm like at a house party Mm. kind of like mingling between rooms being like I, I, it's not a dancing situation but okay. you know, it's, it's gonna mingle what are you doing so i've got a really chilled plan and actually i didn't have a plan until about two hours ago so <laughs> last minute decision yeah. normally i'm kind of the person who's like let's go out let's you know let's go to the pub or let's go do something see i want to be that person i just never have see, I, i've <sighs> never gone out on a new year's mm, i i went through a stage of like always going out clubbing on new year's and i'd have an awful hangover new year's day slash slightly wouldn't remember the night before etc etc but no this year is it's gonna be just me and my partner so me and my boyfriend we're gonna i think we're watching big, big fat quiz of the year because we missed it on boxing day um Sick. we're watching you know the kind of crappy new year's evening tv mm-hmm. whilst eating food we're gonna watch the fireworks at midnight then we're gonna go to bed because we're up ridiculously early tomorrow morning for he's doing park run and i've got one as well so he's doing two though he's doing two but no really chill because it's weirdly actually this is the first year it's not a big thing for me new year's i'm like okay. you wake up tomorrow and i'm still gonna do the same thing and it's you <laughs> same know shit, same day. shit this whole month is just kind of doesn't it doesn't feel like christmas to me it doesn't feel like december i'm just like oh, it's just another day so yeah it's not a big plan it's just mm. chilled and relaxed watching what, TV. What, what are you going to do after your park run um probably sleep yeah yeah i've got a mountain of laundry that i need to put away actually that is we need to do a load of laundry and i was like do you know what we should do we should just finish our like washing at midnight and then put it away so we know how to live gonna be like adult chores i'm gonna probably tidy up yeah i'm gonna have like a a spring clean but in january yeah so yeah that's gonna be adult life yeah it's adulting 101 we're really living aren't we i know we've like really set ourselves up as like the fun crowd yeah um so if you're feeling those laundry vibes on new year's day then you know let us know welcome to the club exactly you're not alone Um, on this if we haven't bored you to death and you've enjoyed this podcast make sure to check back we're going to be posting these every monday every monday every monday because we're gonna do it every monday yes because so, we've got our lives together. So we're not going to see you next week, but you're going to hear yes. us. So, ciao. Yeah. Bye. See you later. Peace out. <laughs> I don't know how to end it.